Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I am your host, Patty Lennon. And today I want to share a couple of key messages I've been getting as I shared in last week's podcast. The downloads are coming fast and furiously and are evolving as I walk through this time. I would expect maybe you're having a similar situation where things you knew, you no longer knew or can no longer believe in or They seem to be different. You seem to understand them differently. That's the time we are in. And it's important to understand that the time we are in is a transition time, meaning it is not permanent. I mean, no time is permanent, but what is happening right now is transitory. It's a period of intense evolution. A friend of mine had told me that a channel that she follows said that we are in a two-week death portal, I think is what she called it. And this particular channel's perception of that is that for people who want to exit the planet, that this will be an open window, that they'll have more ease passing through. There was a warning, you know, don't say I'm done with this life or something like that. And I think that's a little extreme. I don't think it's as simple as your conscious human mind speaking something and your soul agreeing to it, which would need to happen for something significant like a death or a birth to happen. To me, that fit with what I was seeing, which is we're in this very condensed period of potential evolution and alignment. And what that means is then things that are no longer in support of your evolution, your alignment that you are committed to, right? Because we don't always commit to them right away are going to fall away at a quicker speed. And the thing is that that is a good thing, right? But it's efficient, (laughs) but that can be really extreme and it can feel really extreme. I remember when I was learning Reiki and my Reiki master said, you know, you can use Reiki to heal a broken bone potentially, but understand that there could be an acceleration to the, the process that includes an acceleration of the pain. And so there might be an extreme experience of pain during that healing. So you have to also modulate the way that you're healing someone and make sure that they're prepared for what's to come. And that goes for the time we're in now. And it's important to remember that the pain you may be experiencing right now from this experience, from this evolution, is not permanent. This pain is not permanent. And if you can hold on to that and remember that tomorrow or this next minute or this next week is going to look different, it may help navigate through this time. And as I share that message, what's also coming through to me to share with you is that this is also true for me, the person, Patty, my journey is that this period I'm going through is not permanent, but it is quite extreme. 
I am being shifted to receive different types of messages, different types of information. And for that reason, I am going to be over the next couple of weeks moving this podcast into sabbatical. So as there's a few messages I feel that are meant to come through before I put this podcast on a long-term pause. And I'm going to do the podcast. Well, obviously it's here this week. There'll be at least another one. But at, then at some point, the podcast will go on a pause, a long-term pause. So the the energy that normally goes to putting things out is actually helping me process what's going on internally. It's very interesting because I am historically an extrovert and I am showing up very much as an introvert. And by that, an extrovert typically gets their energy from other people. That's generally how I've operated my entire life. An introvert gets their energy from being alone. It doesn't mean an introvert doesn't like people. It doesn't mean an extrovert doesn't need to be alone. It just means that's where we get our energy. And lately, I've been getting my energy by being alone, refueling alone. So I don't know if that's permanent or not. (laughs) It's weird to have been a certain type of person and then no longer be that person. And then continuing on the conversation from last week about systems and systems shifting and and deconstructing shifting systems during this period of time that we're in this very like short window of time I would expect you're also going to have the ability to see through systems that are false that are built on false design i mentioned you know that i'm in what the, some of the systems i'm in are the coaching system i'm in the digital marketing system and what was really fascinating is i had recorded that podcast it came out and in the time period from when I recorded it to when it came out, there was a whole hullabaloo in the coaching industry. And I'm not going to speak to it because it's not, it doesn't have a place here with space for magic. And I also don't think speaking about other people doing stuff wrong is really where my energy is supposed to be. But what was interesting was it was this sudden like awareness that someone was doing something wrong when in fact, that process they were using that became so problematic was a process they've been using all along. It just all of a sudden felt different to people, a coaching model. And um, the same thing goes with digital marketing is that, you know, there's a lot of a lot of manipulation is used in digital marketing and there's manipulation for good and there's manipulation for bad. You know, I, my kids joke that when I was little, when they were little, I used to say, you can go to bed now or you can go to bed in five minutes. And at its heart, that is manipulative, right? It's meant to give them a sense of power when in fact, I'm putting them to bed in five minutes one way or the other. And my son, who's 18 now is heading off to college. It's like, he's still astounded by the fact that he quote unquote fell for that. But the reality is that children need to have a sense of power. They need to feel a sense of power and there was value in presenting it that way. So manipulation has, you know, maybe doesn't feel like that. Like the intensity of that word maybe doesn't match everything that I would put in the manipulation category. 
because typically manipulation is used for false ends. But any time what we put forward is put forward in the hopes of getting someone to do what we want them to do is manipulation. And if you, what you want them to do is for their highest good, then potentially we can perceive manipulation to be a good thing. But at its heart, anything that takes self-efficacy, self-decision away from another person really isn't ideal. But in the past, maybe it did, right? Maybe there was value, you know, like, and I'm still exploring this. And like last week's podcast, you're going to have to just, I'm going to offer, follow me down the rabbit hole, see if it you know, resonates for you. I was raised Catholic. And so when I was growing up, it was, you ate fish on Fridays. It eventually became don't eat meat on Fridays. And then I think it still stands as that. It only stands actually during Lent. It used to be all the time. But if you kind of go back in history to like why that is, it was actually a law that was put in place by the church because the fish industry, the fishermen were struggling. And so it was an economic, it was really meant as an economic boon to the fishing industry. And yet it became something else. And then the the value of that went away and the economics of it changed because fish became, I would imagine, more expensive would be why the church kind of shifted on that or maybe because more people were moving towards vegetarianism. I don't really know why the, the church shifted their position to make it that you just couldn't have meat on Friday and then only during Lent. But, you know, that is in and of, of itself manipulation. Now, was that harmful? I don't know. You know, it's really up to the individual. It certainly wasn't harmful for us other than I had to eat fish sticks on Friday and I really didn't like those. When the rule changed and we could have pizza on Friday, that was super awesome. <laughs> I love that. So the outcome changed. The rule changed, the outcome changed, and suddenly the manipulation worked in my favor and I liked it. So it's just something to consider. But as these systems sort of dissolve, because in a way, a lot of what we receive information from on products and commerce comes through the digital marketing space where, you know, there's a lot less being done in like, you know, no one's opening a newspaper and reading the paper where there's like print ads or anything like that. So in the digital space where we're really digesting things is one of the tools in your toolkit that everyone has, they just don't always choose to use it, is discernment. And so that's what I want to offer you here is really as these systems start to break down, it can be uh, decentralizing, but you always have access to discernment. I found it fascinating because as this is happening, some of the more the people who are more ego motivated than soul motivated will start to do some pretty extreme stuff to try and keep their system working the way that it works. And I saw someone put something out on Instagram that was just not true. It just wasn't true. And so, and like, it wasn't even like they were saying like, Oh, you know, I, I make, $50 $50 million or because there's people out there putting that stuff out there, which is kind of weird why you would lie about stuff like that. But the message was that every person on your list is a buyer, right? So this was a message to entrepreneurs. 
Well, that is not actually true. Like if you study entrepreneurial sciences and understand like the data behind buyers' decisions and list building, I mean, it moves a little bit, but generally speaking, at any given point in time, the people you have visibility to, whether it's your list or a larger audience, only about 10% of those are in a position to buy and only 10% of those, so 1% of the total population is actually going to make the decision to buy. So, and we all, I mean, anyone who's studied the numbers and like learned the basics knows that this is true. So saying something like that just is not, it's just not accurate. But I mean, deep down inside, most of us logically know that that's true. It's just there's this this seduction that happens that causes us to abandon our own discernment, abandon what we know to be true in favor of what someone else is telling us. And that comes from, and I don't know if I talked about this last week, is that's a trauma response, is we look for leaders. We look for someone else to give us the answers. We want someone outside of ourselves to have the answer. We don't trust the answers that come from within us. That's a trauma response. And so if you're having a really hard time really trusting the answers within you, not on a global level. I mean, I am having a hard time trusting all the answers I'm getting. So I'm not saying this is an absolute experience, but if you just have a hard time at all, period, you may just want to see if there's a trauma that's alive for you right now that maybe you need some therapeutic support, some clinical support on. But in general, if you're hearing something and it sounds off, right? There's just like a little bit of a niggling question mark, then explore that and see what your discernment has to say. I say this all the time in my communities, allow yourself to know what you know, and also allow yourself to accept what you don't know, and then take the steps to become informed, right? Don't just absorb something that you see on social media, which has zero fact-checking <laughs> as truth across a lot of things, across a lot of things. Look at things through discernment. That will really help you. So discernment and to re- remember that pain is not permanent. Those two things will really help you as you go into the next week, I would imagine. And as this this podcast drops, it will be the day after August 8th. So this will drop on August 9th. August 8th is the Lionsgate portal. And the Lionsgate portal has energy that extends past the actual day. So if you're listening to this on the day that the the podcast drops, maybe go down the Google rabbit hole of investigating the Lionsgate portal and see what it means to you, see what it has to offer to you and see what energies are available to you. All right, everyone. I am wishing you a very steady week as much as possible that you find within yourself the truth that you are seeking and that you find peace in your heart. And remember, make space for magic. The divine always has your back. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day 
And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.